So my pastor is doing a series. Uh, we go to Five Stones Community Church here in Ashland, Ohio, and the series is called Deeper. And the idea is how to go deeper in issues of the Christian faith. And it's been very interesting and good, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Now, a few weeks back, he was speaking from Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, which is known as the Great Commission. And he was encouraging us that as followers of Christ, we want to share the heart of Christ. Uh, we, we want to be able to make disciples, other people that are willing to follow Christ. And that was an emphasis of Jesus. And Paul also in his writings to the Corinthian church called all followers of Jesus ambassadors with the idea that we're here to represent Jesus and we want to share the message of the kingdom. And of course, St. Francis talked about this also and even said, you know, preach the gospel and when necessary use words, the idea of our very life should attract people to the gospel of Jesus Christ. All, all really, really good. Now, it just so happened that the translation that he uses most Sunday is the message by Eugene Peterson, which is a beautiful uh, translation as a whole. I want to read a part of that translation and speak to why that just doesn't say enough. In Peterson's translation, it says, Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out. Train everyone you meet far and near in the way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them. Okay. Here's the problem with that text. <laughs> There's a phrase in the Greek in the Great Commission that I think is very, very important and necessary, and we dare not minimize it. Here, it simply says, share the gospel and make disciples of everyone you meet. Well, that's great. But there's this phrase, mathotiosate, panta ta ethne, in the Greek, and it means make disciples of all people groups, all ethnic groups. And so there's this emphasis not simply on making disciples of the people we meet, but making sure we're crossing culture in order to bring individuals from all over the globe into the kingdom of God. And I think this is very, very important. You know, when it says here for me, uh, make disciples of the people I meet, I could be thinking about the people I meet in my context, and my particular context is, to be honest with you, here in Ashland, predominantly a white culture. Yes, there are people of other cultures, but predominantly, if I begin to think the people I meet, I begin to think in a very narrow frame of reference. But that wasn't what Jesus was after. He, he wants us to remember and to stay true to this emphasis that we're to be reaching beyond ourselves. We've got to go to other ethnic groups and other cultures, and we want to share with them the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, why is this so important? So that we remember that this is, in the words of my good friend, Dr. Neil Seiler, to be a mosaic kingdom, a mosaic made up of people that are very different in some of their cultural priorities, different in terms of the languages they're used, different in terms of their ethnic and geographic background, and God wants that to be the nature of his kingdom. 
And so I, I think it's important that we maintain that thought when we think about this idea of the Great Commission. Yes, go and make disciples, followers of Jesus that know the way of life that we've been given. But also we are to be very intentional about going out of our way to reach beyond our own cultural context in order to share the message of Jesus. You know, this, this is found in another form of the Great Commission in Acts chapter 1. When Jesus says, I want you to go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Do you see? Start with your neighborhood, then go out into your city, then go out into your state or into your country, into your region, and keep going because God wants them all. And all of them are to be our brothers and our sisters who make up this kingdom. And to be honest with you, this is also that emphasis that we see a couple times in the book of Revelation where John is seeing into the kingdom and he sees people made up of every tribe and every ethnic group. They didn't become amalgamated into one type of human being. But in fact, even in the heavenly kingdom, there is this value given to the idea that our cultural distinctions matter and that we want to be part of reaching out to bring people into the kingdom and intentionally recognize it has to be people that aren't necessarily always just like us. Now look, this was at the heart of the missionary movement for generations. And so many individuals felt the call to go to another country, another culture, another tribe, and they'd, if you will, integrate into that tribe and learn their language and get to learn from them and then share the way of life of Jesus. And so that was a reaching out. But here's something that has dramatically changed over the last 50 years here in the United States particularly. These cultures have, they've come to our doorstep. It used to be we had to see and send missionaries to those cultures, but now these cultural groups, they come here to the United States. It's almost part of the miracle of God that they are brought right here into our country, onto our doorsteps, in part so that we can get to know them and befriend them. You begin to think of different groups in the country. Do you know that that there are Chinese students in almost every major university in the United States who have come from China in order to learn here. There are individuals from a variety of African nations that likewise have come to learn at the colleges and universities here in the States. There are refugees that have come. Years ago, there were refugees, the Hmong tribe that came from Vietnam. Many Vietnamese came at the end of that war. And then we know that there are a number of people from the Middle East who have moved here into the United States and moving into other cultures. And it's created for some people this sense of, hey, we don't want you. But if we look at from kingdom eyes, this is, this is like a great gathering, a gathering of people who are coming and they don't know that they're coming for more than 
an education and for peace and safety, but they come and give us opportunity to talk to them about this magnificent way of life, the way of following Jesus. I find that absolutely fascinating and that we want to appreciate that and welcome that. When I was out at my son and daughter-in-law's, I noticed that there were many houses that had a little, if you will, placard that they put in their yard. And the placard was basically saying, we welcome you. And it was in English and Spanish. It was in uh, Arabic. It was in Chinese. And the whole idea was, we are welcoming you into our neighborhood. Well, that's such an unbelievably beautiful reversal of the call of the Great Commission. You see, the call of the Great Commission includes make disciples by going. Now we can begin to make followers of Christ because they have come into our midst. And this is one of the reasons we need to be very, very careful about seeing things through the lens of merely politics. What if we saw things through the lens of God's kingdom? Saw things through the lens of God's heart? And that he brought them here for a purpose. Now, I know there's a lot of individuals that today are, if you will, trying to close things down and to say, stay out. I remember even years ago, my gosh, this must be 40 years ago or more when there was a great controversy going on in Great Britain about this. And the Beatles end up writing this song called Get Back, Get Back to Where You Once Belonged. And it was, if you will, their protest to people saying, just go back to where you belong. This isn't your home. Well, the truth of the matter for those of us that are here in the States, except for Native Americans, First Nations people, all the rest of us have been immigrants. It doesn't matter how long we've lived here, how far back we can uh, put our generations, there's still this sense in which we've come into this nation and we've begun to build our homes and we begin to build these relationships with individuals that are not completely like us and we begin to appreciate that. I think I mentioned this before, but I grew up and people always talked about this melting pot. The United States is a melting pot and it never was a melting pot. It might be a stewing pot. And you understand that notion that when you throw carrots and potatoes and meat and celery or whatever else into a stew, when it's all done, it isn't something other than that. It still is, but it's influenced by the flavors of these other elements. And so we are influenced by the flavors of other elements of cultures and language and ethnic group, and we want to appreciate that. And so I, I think it's a little bit dangerous not to be very specific, particularly in this issue of our great commission as Christians, that we're to care, that we're to share. I mean, it's, it's really... It's really understanding some basic things that these individuals that are not like us completely, that have different cultural values, they are God's children. They are brothers and sisters. 
We want to be welcoming with them. We want to get to know them. We want to hear their story. We want to love them with kingdom love. And when the bridge is built between us, we want to share the message of the kingdom. Now, some of you are probably aware that in Healing Care Ministries, we started an initiative. It's called Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And we have Dr. Neil Seiler who heads up that initiative, and we're doing a lot of different things to help people have conversations, become more aware, hear the stories, hear the oppression, hear the uniqueness of what others have encountered. And through that, value and respect and want to welcome them into this mosaic kingdom that we call the kingdom of God. So, you know, the basic point that I'm making is that, yeah, the Great Commission is very important. We have been told by our Lord to go and make disciples and teach them what he taught us. Okay, that's, that's a command. But let's not lose the fact that that very scripture talks about we want to do that with all the different ethnic groups and all the different tribes and all the people that are different from us. Brothers and sisters that we're willing to get to know and hear their story and appreciate their journey and then walk with as we move forward in this glorious, glorious kingdom. Let's not omit that element to what Jesus emphasized there and in Acts chapter 1, and Paul emphasized it in his writings, and certainly it's in the book of Revelation. Let's celebrate this diversity. It's the way of our Lord. 